Hi, creepy friends. We are so excited to share that we are now on Patreon. So if you've ever shared this show with a friend, gotten some value from the advice we've given or wondered, how can I support a show that I love? Then please consider supporting us on Patreon. When you support our show for just seven bucks a month, you'll have access to our Patreon community and enable Scope Creep to continue our mission of helping you build a business that's good for your mind, body, and bank account. Scope Creep will always be free wherever you get your podcasts, but your support means we'll be able to continue to produce this show and bring you more content to help you build your business. To support Scope Creep, head to patreon.com slash scope creep. That's patreon.com slash scope creep. And now here's the show. Welcome to Scope Creep. This is a mini episode where we're answering your questions and sharing listener stories before we dive into season two of the show. Okay, so this question is about being ghosted. We've all been there, whether it's been in a professional or romantic relationship. (laughs) And I'm super excited to dive in. So this listener says, I was completely ghosted by a startup I was doing a website for. Dun, dun, dun. After months, I got a call from the CEO that they had gone under. Oh, this took a turn. Then I found out they had undermined their female CMO. It soured my thoughts on male-led startups for a hot minute. Oh, oh so much Yeah, no, no kidding. There's, there's not really a question here, but there's 100 questions at the same time. Right, right. I have many questions. <laughs> I think this question is more around like how, how to process a situation like this one because it sounds like... They were ghosted. They had no idea what was going on. I don't know if there was, you know, an outstanding invoice. That would be really shitty. But I think it's just, this is a really like core client communication problem when someone that you're working with just disappears. And I think this transcends like any industry, any colored collar, like this stuff is frustrating no matter who you are. When you partner with somebody, you think you have a good thing and then they disappear. Yes. And I'm like in a, I, I don't know, maybe I'm a stickler in this way, but I, I believe that you are never too busy to send an email and just be like, hey, this is what's happening. We'll talk to you soon. Even if it's just, I was talking to somebody this morning about this, like, even if the it's not an answer, it's just kind of like a pushing it down the road, at least letting them know you're still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, that's important. But yeah, I mean, I'm curious if like, if a contract was left open, if an invoice wasn't paid, all of those things, that's the reminder out there for everybody to make sure all of your processes on that side, like your contracts, again, mm-hmm. that if I haven't heard from you in so long, this is what happens. All of those things are sorted out yeah. just so you can get paid. And then, I mean, would you continue working with those person? That's my other question, like when they did come back. If I'm trying to read between the lines, but not over identify with this situation, which is balancing. <laughs> Projecting. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The fact that they undermined female leadership. I don't know what this listener found out about that led them to that conclusion, but they say, you know, what happened here soured my thoughts on this client and their leadership. And I know from experience when that trust is broken and you have You have the ick from a client, like they're doing or saying something that gives you the ick, either that they're doing to you or to someone else. It is so hard to come back from that, at least for me, and Mm -hmm. feel productive. Not that I can never admit when I maybe misjudge someone or got something wrong, but if I'm looking at this team or this this leadership team and thinking you you guys are gross, I don't (laughs) – 
<laughs> I don't think yeah. I could do it. Yeah. That said, if I had no other clients and bills were coming in, I would probably consider it, you know, like it, it's so contextual. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I will say I've like, I've worked with some clients, the project has been done. And it's been like, I don't know. I mean, the work was fine. But like the relationship felt a little off in some way. And if they've come back to me for work, I've been like, hey, I don't think I'm a great fit for this at this time. But like, thanks for reaching out. It's as simple as that to say no. I mean, again, though, there are some times when they come back and I'm like, oh, maybe they've changed. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm like, oh, and I have to pay my mortgage. (laughs) Right, right. So, oh, it's so bad. It's like when your ex calls you back up and you're sad and you're lonely (laughs) and you're feeling vulnerable. And there's that danger zone where you're like, you forget all the bad stuff. And you're like, oh, maybe he's changed. Yes, yes. But he has definitely probably gotten worse. Like, it's just. Yeah, he's definitely yeah even more toxic than before. Back back and more toxic than ever. Right. Yeah. If you ghost me, you are telling me under no uncertain terms that you don't prioritize me. You don't respect me. And I don't really want to do business with that. I don't want to hang out with that. I will say, and I think I've told you this, the past year in business, I have gotten more ghosted leads after a great discovery call than I ever have before in business. And I don't fully understand why. And it feels shitty. And of course, I've had to examine my outreach and messaging and my sales process. Be like, is it me? You know, like, why is this happening? I think it's a bit of a sign of the times. But one solution I've seen proposed to this that I I know I've also brought up to you is the magic email. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I can't remember the exact wording of this email, but y'all, if you just Google the magic email, this will come up. And I will say I've tried this without success. So I'm curious what other people's experience are. But Liz actually proposed this idea to me. And it is an email that basically says, hey, client, it seems like your priorities have changed. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's basically like a very (laughs) short email for when somebody is ghosting you or going dark and you need to like try to like get their attention. And it's the idea of using like scarcity as a lever for this. And so you essentially say like, hey, so-and-so, it was really great chatting with you about XYZ. I'm not sure if you had the chance to look at that proposal or whatever that was sent over, but it seems like priorities may have changed. If you'd like to work together in the future, let me know. And the idea behind it is supposed to like be like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. No, my priorities haven't changed. I still want that thing. I still want that thing for you. And so I've used soft pitch versions of it when I don't really have a deep investment in the situation just to see. And I've gotten some success, at least a response. But like we've said before, you shouldn't have to drag somebody kicking and screaming to want to work with you. Yes. Yeah, that's I, I feel that way really strongly. I want to say that the core of the email, the one that they're like, you have to send this exact thing is literally one sentence mm-hmm. long. It doesn't even say like, it was great talking to you. Da, 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 da. It's very, it's giving very white cis man sales guy energy. And it's just like, sounds like your priorities have changed. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I, I cannot send that email. It, and I don't know, it just, it's not my vibe, but I have sent some version of it and it went unanswered. And the person that wrote this claims that like, oh, I get 70% response rate on this. And I'm like, yeah, how many emails you send in, bro. Or who are you? So I don't know. I'm curious. Yes. Listeners, if you've used the magic email or you have some form of ad- magic email, please write us and tell us. Yeah. Scopecreepshow at gmail.com. Yes. I would love 
to hear those stories. Or any re-engagement tool where a client has gone dark or ghosted Mm -hmm. that seems to get their attention in a positive way again. We would love to hear about that because it's really tough. We could all use those. And I will say the polar opposite of the magic email is also equally uncomfortable for me where it's like a whole lot of just checking in. I'm wondering like really tentative. I don't know what I'm talking about language, which I know as women we are socialized to use. And so if you do use language like that, it's not your fault. I'm not (laughs) insulting you. But that also feels really disingenuous to me personally, because that's not how I'm comfortable speaking. So I'm trying to figure out some other solution or tool that's somewhere in between those two points. Mine's usually some hybrid of the two. If it's somebody that I don't need something from, like I just need a confirmation or something, I'll be like, hey, just following up. And it's literally those words and that's it. And it usually gets like a quick, oh, hey, so sorry. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, maybe they missed this. You know, times are crazy. Their email is probably crazy. All of those things. But in the instance that this listener's circumstance where they're just like ghosting, I usually set up, okay, I'm going to follow up on this maybe three times. I'll set a reminder like every week maybe to follow up. And then after that, if they're not, if they don't owe me money, I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll, like, I'll check yeah. in a month. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. If they owe me money, man, I am up the butt. <laughs> uh, but if, um, if they ghost me, they don't owe me money and I followed up maybe three times once a week for three weeks. I'll push it out maybe a month and then check in again. And then eventually I'll just kind of, I'll ghost them, baby. Give them their own medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can't ghost me. I'll ghost you first. And I know, I know there's no simple solutions to this one, but I know so many content writers and strategists that rely on cold outreach and they randomly message people on LinkedIn in the hundred, somebody, I read somebody like did a thousand last year and then they keep a spreadsheet and they follow back up with these leads and they keep oh reminding them and they say that they have, that, that just sounds like my version of hell. I couldn't do it. So everybody out there is no. looking for ways to figure this out, how to keep a lead warm and convert them and how to get them back if they seem to go away. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer. Thanks for tuning into this Scope Creep mini episode. Until next time, stay creepy. Stay creepy.